Welcome to the More Than a Physique podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Jansen, online fitness coach, content creator, and competitive bodybuilder and powerlifter. In this podcast, we help you discover your inner athlete. Each episode will enhance your life as we provide you insights on all things health, fitness, and personal development. Now let's bring out your inner athlete. Hello and welcome back to the More Than a Physique podcast. In today's episode, it's actually going to be a question and answers episode. I put a post on my Instagram saying how I wanted this week's episode to be a Q&A and we got some really, really good questions. So we're just gonna dive right in. Okay, the first question is, what does a typical day of eating look like for you? Well, I'm a big breakfast person. I can't start the day without having breakfast. I find for myself that I wake up feeling extremely hungry, so I always eat maybe within the first, definitely within the first hour of waking up, I'll have breakfast. So my typical go-to is toast. I'll either have some cream cheese or some peanut butter, and then I'll have a bowl of cereal. With my bowl of cereal, I'll typically have some edge protein cereal and maybe mix in some protein powder into the milk. So there's a little bit higher protein content for my meal one. Next meal is sometimes it'll be a banana or jazz apples. Jazz apples are probably my favorite fruit as of right now. I always try to make sure that I get in one to two servings of fruit and vegetables. So either a banana or a jazz apple, but maybe three hours later, I kind of just listen to when I feel hungry. I'm not really on a clock. I just listen to my body. And when I feel hungry is typically when I will eat. Then for lunch, I will have actually an old-fashioned PB&J. That is absolutely my go-to for a nice lunch. I love having peanut butter and jam sandwiches. They're definitely my favorite. I have those probably almost every day. And then I get into my pre-workout meal because I typically work out closer to the end of the day. So my pre-workout meal, I'll have typically maybe a protein bar and some pasta. So I have a good amount of carbs, a good amount of protein pre-workout. And then after my workout, I'll finish things off typically with just a protein shake. I like to have protein powder mixed in with some spinach and some frozen fruit. And then my last meal is either some pasta or I've been really enjoying having some basmati rice mixed with some edamame. And that's actually a pretty typical day for me. I find that my meals will change on the weekends, but throughout the week, I tend to eat the same foods. It kind of takes the thought process out of it and I enjoy the foods I eat so it makes it very easy to have the same foods each day. Next question is what is your favorite failure or a time that things didn't exactly go the way you wanted them to that you learned from or changed into a success story? Okay this is a really great question and I think For this question, I'm gonna have to say my back injury this year. As you guys know, I injured my back at the end of March, and I found that I learned a lot going through that back injury. I've never been injured to that extent before. I learned a lot along the way of injuring my back. It really humbled me with my goals because, you know, I was getting to a point with powerlifting where things were going very well. I was getting very strong and just and just really succeeding in the sport. Getting injured, it just allowed me to take a step back and it really just humbled me in the process and made 
me realize the appreciation that I have for the sport and the lack of appreciation I was giving to my body in regards to resting, stretching, and just taking care of it during the recovery process. I learned a lot along the way, and I mean, I wouldn't want to go through the injury again, but it really taught me how to take care of myself better, processes that I need to have in place in order to maintain spinal health so this doesn't happen again, and it allows me to share my story. I've connected with so many other individuals who have gone through something very similar. It's opened up my eyes into new resources and new people to connect with in the fitness industry, which has been amazing. And the most important part of this failure, if you will, is I wouldn't have this podcast without it because it made me realize that while I was injured that I wanted to be more than a physique. I wanted to focus more on just what I looked like and just be a well-rounded athlete. And part of being a well-rounded athlete is knowing how to take care of yourself when you go through an injury. So I definitely think that was a big shift for me mentally and physically as an athlete this year. And I wouldn't go through it again, but I wouldn't change anything for the world. Uh, the next question here, what truly motivates you? What motivates me is the idea that if I don't work hard for what I am trying to accomplish, that I won't be able to see my true potential. And I know none of us actually have the ability to ever see our true potential, but I think we've all been granted this gift of life where we kind of owe it to the universe to contribute to the best of our abilities each day. And I feel like if I'm not working towards something, one, I'm settling for where I'm at, and two, it's just disrespectful because I've been given this opportunity to contribute something, whatever that may be. I'm still trying to figure it out. I mean, we all are, but we've all been given this opportunity to contribute something great to this world. You know, we, we all have something to offer and we figure that out along the way and what we have to offer, it changes along the way. But as what I think I need to offer evolves, it just keeps me going. It truly does motivate me. Next question, ooh, favorite training split. So it depends. I mean, right now, something that I'm really enjoying is I'm incorporating a, typically I will do lower body, upper body, glutes, and then two full bodies. So a five day training split. And, and the reason why I enjoy the full bodies is it allows me to hit more than one muscle group that I am lagging on in a week. I find that it has allowed me to increase my frequency. So for example, on my upper body day, I will incorporate maybe two different exercises for shoulders, and then I can hit the same muscle group later in the week for my full body, for either one of my full body days. So it allows me to increase the frequency of the legging body parts that I want to improve on versus just exercising that one specific body part in just one day and just really damaging it and bringing it to fatigue to the point where I'm sore all week and it's not ready it hasn't recovered until the following week I find that maybe just doing two to three exercises and splitting it up throughout the week it allows me to recover quicker and I actually really enjoy 
full body days and another reason for that is because I don't like leg day <laughs> at all so it allows me to like I said just break up that body part where I'm not training hamstrings and quads all in one day because I wouldn't be able to perform the same amount of volume because of how tired I am so it allows me to increase my volume and increase my frequency so that I am able to recover because the quicker recovery you have the more muscle growth that's gonna occur so that's just what works good for me I'm really enjoying it right now other training splits that I really like I do enjoy bro splits where you just do like a chest tricep back bicep leg day shoulder day those are great too and another one that I really enjoy is a push-pull leg but right now I'm enjoying just the full body days incorporated in there as well next question is how long have you lived in Kelowna it looks amazing there I've always wanted to visit there well you should Kelowna is just amazing I've only lived here uh, for a year now actually it's so crazy to think that it's that it's already been a year but this has always been a place that Kyle and I have vacation to throughout our entire university career we would come here almost every summer actually and we just always loved it it was just always just a very vibrant place and there's just so much to do but it's it's not too big of a city so we're both from small towns so it feels like a bigger city but it's not too big and it's super close to the border to go to the states it's super close to Vancouver and Whistler so it's a great in-between and there's just so much to do here it's just a beautiful beautiful city I'm so glad we moved here only complaint is I wish we moved here sooner <laughs> Next question, what is your favorite healthy snack? Hmm, this is a tough one. I'm actually not much of a snacker. I have maybe one snack a day, which will be my jazz apple or my banana <laughs> and the rest of my food. It's actually larger meals, so I don't really have too many snacks. But if I had to pick a go-to, obviously it would be either an apple or a banana. Uh, another really good snack, actually, if you guys want to give this a try, is where, I haven't had this forever, it's actually really good. It's where you put some peanut butter on a wrap and you wrap the banana in it and it's so good and maybe warm it up in the microwave I think for like maybe 10 seconds it's so good I highly recommend that one to give a try so we'll go with that that's probably my favorite healthy snack I haven't had it for years so I might have to give it a try now next question what got you into fitness so fitness I I've always been an athlete growing up I was a dancer and I played competitive basketball I played basketball competitively all the way until grade 12 and I tried out for the university team but I actually got cut because I was too small and they weren't looking for any more point guards they're actually looking for post positions so obviously I'm not big enough I, at the time I wasn't big enough to play that position they actually didn't need me to join the team and that completely devastated me because that was my plan my plan was to go to university and play basketball and I didn't know what to do from that I was really discouraged too because growing up my entire life I was always told that you're too skinny, you have no meat on your bones, you need to eat more. And I'm Italian. I grew up <laughs> with my Italian grandma. Like, I, she would babysit me all the time. I was with her constantly. And there was a bunch of Italian food you could imagine. There was no way in hell that she would not let me eat. Like, I took big portion sizes and she still would think I wasn't eating enough because that's just the Italian way. So I... I never did not eat, but I just 
always had a super fast metabolism. On top of that, I was very active. Even though I just played basketball, I was very active in other sports as well. So I just had a super fast metabolism where I just couldn't put on weight. So I heard it my whole life, like, you know, you're too skinny, da 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 da. And by the time I got to university and I was cut for this very reason that I've been told my whole life, it really hit me at that point that, you know, not that these people were right, but it was time to do something about it because I wasn't feeling good with what I was seeing and I wasn't happy with how I was feeling. I, uh, I got onto a workout program and slowly started to put on muscle, get stronger. My body took forever to put on weight. I mean, I'm finally at a place now where I've put on a decent amount of muscle and size where I'm happy, but it's been like 11 years to get to that point. And I just found it addicting to the point where I was feeling more confident and happy with what I was seeing. It was fun to get stronger each week in the gym. And that's basically how I got into fitness for myself. Next question, what is your favorite food? <laughs> oh, that is a tough question. Um, well, I mean, like I said, I'm Italian, so I obviously have to pick an Italian dish, and it is definitely a tie between pizza and pasta. Uh, I'm back and forth between the two, but if I had to pick what I had to, if I had only one food that I can live with, I think I would have to go with pasta and the old-fashioned spaghetti noodles too. FYI, it has to be spaghetti noodles, otherwise it doesn't, it doesn't count. Next question is, who is your favorite podcaster? Ooh, this is a tough one. There's so many amazing podcasts out there right now, so I'll list off a few of them for you. That's a really good one. So I think right now, like for right now, I would have to say my favorite podcasters are... Sunny Leonard Doozy. She has an amazing podcast. I find it extremely helpful. Gary Vaynerchuk, the MF CEO. Tony Robbins has a wonderful podcast. And I really enjoy, I really enjoy Tom Bilio's podcast as well. The Minimalists, that's probably out of all of them, my favorite podcasts right now. I highly recommend you check them out. They're amazing. Okay, next question. Where do you see yourself in five years? Ooh, you know what's really funny about this question is Kyle and I just figured this out, where we see ourselves in five years years and ah honestly i'm not in a place where i i want to share it quite yet in its entirety i will share a little bit of it and part of where i see myself in five years is helping young girls and adolescent girls feel more comfortable and knowledgeable in the gym you know what got me into fitness is feeling too skinny and feeling too tiny and just not confident with what i saw in the mirror I wish I had the skills that I have now back then and there wasn't anybody really out there able to show me it. You know, at my time, YouTube wasn't really around. There wasn't really influencers or anything like that, but it would be amazing to actually in person get to work with some of these girls and get them to feel more confident at a younger age and as they get into their 20s because you know what? Your 20s, they're still difficult if you're not in a good place mentally. That's probably my biggest goal and where I see myself in five years is just helping more younger girls 
feel more confident and beautiful in their skin. So that's all I can share with you guys right now. Um, I have some other really exciting things that I see myself in five years, but just not ready to share them yet. So check back with me in five years, you guys, and I will let you know if I achieve this goal or not. Okay, I think we got one more question. How did you get into coaching and what resources did you use to learn? Ooh, I really like this question. So when I got into coaching, it was at a time where I was just finishing up my, my chartered accounting designation. When I went to university, I went to school to become an accountant. And after that, you have to go article at a firm and do three years to get a certain amount of hours. Then you write your final exam and you become an accountant. It's very, very similar to becoming a lawyer. At the end of my articling process, I was starting to get back into the gym because a little bit of a backstory here. I got into fitness when I was in university. Then I went to school for accounting and fitness kind of took a back seat because the the amount of demand that came from becoming an accountant was very very extreme and it just was very difficult to balance so i wasn't able to get back into fitness until close to the end of my articling process so at that time when i was getting back into it i had a couple of girlfriends who were not comfortable in the gym at all but they saw my progress and they wanted similar progress so i said to them i'm like hey come work out with me i'll show you what i know and uh, it'll be fun thing for us to do together. So having a couple of my girlfriends come to the gym with me and seeing their mindset shift, it was very, very motivating. And I really enjoyed being a part of their journey, being a part of their process of bettering themselves. So I just held on to that feeling of helping them that I wanted to reach more people. I wanted to help more people feel this way because I wish I felt that way a lot sooner and sometimes people don't have the ability to get to that point by themselves. They need someone to help them and I wanted to be that person. So I remember actually when I was done my CPA designation, I got my letters and everything like that. The next day I said to Kyle, I was like, I think I want to become a personal trainer. And he's like, okay, didn't even question it. Didn't even question it, super supportive. He's like, how do we make that happen? And I registered to become a certified personal trainer. I spent the next three months or so studying and writing my exam and getting all qualified that I started to take on clients on the side of also <laughs> falling into my new role as an accountant. So it was a it was definitely a transition for me, but it was the best thing that I ever did. So the biggest resources for me that allowed me to become the coach that I am today is I think the number one resource, the number one person who helped me tremendously was Dr. Lane Norton. You know, there is a bunch of amazing resources available to everyone. And he was definitely the number one resource who I relied on. I started following him, reading all the articles that he would reference, following the people he would reference. It allowed me to learn more. And I just started reading and reading like nonstop. That's all I would do on my breaks at work, on my lunch breaks. When I'd come home, I would just read and read anything that I didn't understand. I would Google and figure out the definition, go back and listen again, go back and read again. And it just, it was nonstop. There's some other really great resources that, I mean, if you're interested, that I highly recommend you check out. Lane Norton actually has a monthly membership subscription. You can also go to mass.com. They are another great resource. Sigma Nutrition has a great podcast. 
the muscle and strength pyramids done by Eric Helms, one of the most competent coaches from 3DMJ. Lyle McDonald is another great individual in the industry who has tons of resources available and books that you can read. So I mean, it's about putting in the time and I spent maybe the first like year of my coaching career just, just reading nonstop every single day, trying to understand and learn and I'm still learning and it never stops. You never stop learning if you love this you keep learning, you don't stop. And there's always new articles, there's always new research. Another great resource to add on to that is examine.com. It's another great resource if you are looking for just an unbiased source on nutrition and supplementation. You can search for anything there and it's all backed up by research articles as well. But learning, it never, ever, ever stops. I think that is all the questions, you guys. That was a lot of fun. I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. It was great being able to answer some of these questions for you guys. And if you need me to clarify any of them, just send me an email. My email is kristen at thenattyhour.com. I'd be happy to answer any additional questions that you may have in regards to any of my answers. Thank you so much for checking out this week's episode. Please be sure to subscribe so I can continue to provide you with episodes like this on a weekly basis. I look forward to chatting with you next week, but until then, go out there and strive for more, be more, and ignite your inner athlete.